Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. Special books by special kids. We have Chris and Alyssa who are waving hello right now. Team Perry runners and um, for Team Lifeline, Kai Lifeline, and they ran in what year, Perry? You don't remember. So I would say probably three years ago. I think it, so it was January 2018. It must have been 18. 18. Um, and we had a great time with you guys. And that was a great year for us, our team. We raised a lot of money. And um, just you, you've known Perry a little beforehand and you interviewed her a lot during the marathon, after the marathon. So my question to you is, you've seen what Perry could do, um, which is probably incredible to some, but for her, it's just the way she is and part of her life. Um, what would you tell a parent of a child um, who sets a goal for themselves and, and whether the child has different needs or not, and the parents think that the goal is just so far-fetched, this child will never reach it. Just from your experience of meeting Perry, meeting other kids like her who do incredible things, what would you tell the parent? Yeah, that's a great question. And by viewing Perry, and I view this in many of the students I've worked with, with many of the people I've interviewed, especially if it's a goal they set themselves, let the person try it, let them do it, let them do their best, because you never know what your full potential is unless you have the opportunity to try. And maybe you make a goal to do A and run 10 miles, maybe you only run two, but prior to working on that goal, you run nothing, you ran nothing. So allow that person to try that goal, reach their full potential. And then once you realize what you're capable of, you can reassess, you can make new goals, or maybe the goal's even higher. Maybe you try to run 10 miles and you run 12. That's just, a, that's just one example. But I learned in the classroom not to set limitations on anybody, especially if it's a goal the kid has themselves. You never want to tell somebody no and let the kid try, let the kid fail. Failing's part of life. Yeah, I think you celebrate the progress and you also recognize that journey isn't always forward progress. There'll be days where maybe you do eight miles instead of the 10 you did the day before, um, but that, that's a natural part of any journey in life. Um, so I think that's a really important piece too, is to recognize that it won't always be full sail to the wind, um, but that doesn't mean that it's not worthwhile the effort or that it's not going to help you achieve that, that larger goal later. Yeah, I think I've set lofty goals for myself and more often than not I don't reach them but maybe I get 80% of my goal and it's still an outstanding result so unless you give somebody an opportunity to reach their goals you'll never know what they're capable of yeah I think I remember the year that we did it with Perry that you did it I don't think Perry did what she set out to do and I remember her saying that she was very disappointed with herself and then I think I remember her speaking to you about it maybe it was even when you were interviewing her and she said, I didn't do what I set out to accomplish. I remember you spoke to her about it, made her feel better about it, that, you know, it was okay. Um, but she gave it her all. I think if you give it your all. Perry um, always gives it her all. Even with, um, 
with my personal fitness goals or even with SBSK, I set them so high. So for example, maybe I said last year, exactly a year ago, by this time next year, we're going to have 10 million people following us across all our platforms. And right now, I don't know, it's probably like between six and 7 million. So I didn't reach my goal, but do you think I'm sitting here upset about it? No, I'm looking back and I'm thinking, well, we like doubled our following in a year. That's incredible. Right. Maybe we'll hit 12 million next year. So I'll just continue to set these lofty goals that don't even really seem reasonable. And I act as if we could accomplish them. But then when you reassess and you realize, even if you make 75, 85, even less than that, it's still tremendous results. So you always aim for that goal. But even if you fall short, you don't measure by what your goal was. You measure by where you were and where you are now. Agreed, right? Um, next question. Um, why did you both want to run with Team Lifeline, High Lifeline that year with Team Perry? Oh, just because we love Perry. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> such an easy question. I feel like we, we just really love Perry. We love your family. Um, you know, the type of progress and the the incredible bar that you all set for one another and that you foster and support with, you know, with love, but also real grit. I mean, you're there every day doing the work with each other. Um, I just think that's a, I think that's a family and, and an environment to really aspire to be, to be that supportive with one another, to be that vulnerable with one another. Um, and I knew how much hard work Perry put into yeah. it. I knew it wasn't just one day for you, Perry. I know you were training we talked about it, just countless hours. I know all the effort you put into it. So just going down for a day or two and supporting you was the least we could do after all the work you put in. Yeah, selfishly, we just really wanted to be there and to get to, to, to share that with you all in a way, so. And plus it was Miami Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting um, in a giant lawn chair with you, Perry, drinking Mai Tais was just like a lot of work. <laughs> in Coladas. Um, I, I don't know if you guys realize it, but that was the first year that I let anybody help me push her. I think um, there must have been something wrong with this jogging stroller is normal. And by mile seven, I was dying. There was, yeah. And then Chris comes along um, looking like Superman. And he said, can I help? And Perry and I are like, thank God Chris is here. And you helped us, you and David helped push us to the finish line because I was, and I never let, I thought, I, I finally felt it was okay to ask for help and let somebody help me get Perry to the end. And in all those years, even if I needed help, I never took it. Um, so it must have been, I don't know, it was you. It was just something very special about you running with us and doing with us that let us say, we need help, we can lean on him and he's gonna be there. And it was just such so natural. And then when Alyssa physically helped carry Perry's legs with Katie and Amanda over the finish line, and it was just, you know, you guys were just such a big part of it and not just showing your faces and giving us your time. You physically were there with us every step. And I know that meant a lot to us. Um, it meant a lot to us, too. And Perry, I'm not sure if you can tell, but I'm still sweating from that day uh, over here. <laughs> or are you training for next year? Yeah. Um, so it's 4 a.m., Miami Beach, um, day of the marathon. You guys come off the elevator. And you, we try to describe to you how it was going to be, but there was no way that you could ever imagine the craziness stepping off that elevator into the lobby with all those people. I think you remember, I think you forgot your microphone, you realized half the way and the equipment and although it was packed, it wasn't packed. How did you feel right before we started the marathon, getting through the lobby, going on the buses, getting to the start line? Was it the most exciting thing you think that you've done? Cause it, it's like an incredible 
incredible experience. You go first, then I'll go. So Katie told me the night before, I went down to your room and I got my hair braided and my kinesio tape on because I was just not, I had never done anything like that. Um, and I remember I didn't sleep at all. I was so nervous. Like I was really nervous about it. And then the moment I stepped off the elevator and I saw everyone, it was just like this tangible energy. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It just all of a sudden, any bit of that nerves just turned to this like really anxious, excited. And then every time we were walking, you know, getting off the bus and then walking towards our sign up, you would lose your team and then find your team. And every time you would see each other again, it was just like this like big excited breath. And so I just remember, you know, right before it started, there weren't any negative nerves, no negative thoughts in my head, which I feel like is a huge accomplishment for me. Like it was just excitement and being part of something way bigger than yourself. And it just, I never experienced anything like that. I've never done marathons. I've never really done organized sports. It was just, it was the coolest thing. And yeah, I, I impressed myself with running as fast as I got to you guys. I, I thought I was going to be way back there. So I don't know. I just was really grateful to be around such wonderful people and that that their presence alone was uplifting enough to like push me to achieve more. That was really cool. The thing I remember most is the community, just how happy everybody was to be there. Everybody was so energetic. Everybody was cheering you on, Perry. That's the thing that sticks out the most to me. Yeah, yeah it was pretty awesome. And you guys helped us raise a lot of money that year, helped bring awareness to what High Lifeline and Team Lifeline can do. And right now, I know we keep getting emails from Kai Lifeline to our family, what do you need? What could we do for you? You're in isolation. And I think um, them reaching out and touching the community and the families who need them at this time, especially, is unbelievable. But you two are always doing that. And I know um, we've been watching you and following you over the past few days, especially how you reach out to people who you've met and you've interviewed, making sure that they're okay. Um, so I think the two of you have definitely made this large, enormous world into a small community um, for kids and families like us. Um, and we want to thank you for that because, you know, I feel like we could reach out anytime we need anything and you guys would be there. And I know many people feel like that. So you guys keep doing what you're doing. We love you. Our whole family loves you. And we hope that we see you um, at another marathon with us, maybe next year. Um, and um, we'll hopefully celebrate many more happy things together and be together. Absolutely. I hope you guys do well. Hope you we love you guys well. too. We love you, Perry. Thank you for yeah. including us in your interview series. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye, guys. You too. Stay Bye. safe, you too.